Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayley. The scenario is in media res. It was written by John Tynes, and the scenario first appeared in Unspeakable Oath magazine number 10, and it's also in a collection entitled The Resurrected, Volume 3, Out of the Vault. Our game master is Matthew Sanderson, and this is a one-shot. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Matt? Thank you very much, Tom. Outside, there is a tremendous thunderstorm raging. There's rain coming down in sheets. Otherwise, the outside world just appears to be this blackness beyond the windows in the room that you find yourself in, occasionally lit up every so often by bolts of lightning left and right. You can see the outline of what seems to be trees, perhaps some kind of other building, a fence nearby. It seems rural. In fact, the room that you're all stood in has this kind of rustic feel to it. Uh, it's dated wallpaper. There's pictures of like dogs hunting grouse in long grass. Um, there's a large, uh, large cabinet where you can see the uh, the fine china, which well, is a relative scale of fine, sits looking out towards the rest of what appears to be a dining room, except the place is in disarray. You have between you, you're stood around this dining room table, one on each of the four sides. On the table itself, if there was anything on there previously, it's been knocked aside because there is a body laying, laying in the middle of you. A man that looks like he's dressed in some kind of security guard's uniform. Um, he has a tie, he has a belt, a gun holster that's empty. Um, he's tied by his feet and hands to the table so that he's been securely uh, tied down. His throat has been cut, an arterial spray has covered his body, sprayed up to the ceiling and has covered most of the table before him. His face going around from that cut on his neck goes round the entirety of his face and his face has been peeled back and removed. So there's just this bloody mass that looks up at you with these un forever unblinking eyes. It looks like some of his blood has been used to paint what almost looks like some kind of Rorschach diagram that's, that's painted on the wall behind one of your one of your number who I'll get to in a second and there's running down the sides of it evidently where it's been very freshly painted in blood drips that are running down the otherwise very dated wallpaper and this thing just sits there a few feet across glaring at you almost as if it has eyes and an intelligence of its own all of you seem to be dressed fairly similarly this kind of blue, slightly worn out uh, colour shirt, almost like a jean-like uh, set of trousers and very cheap shoes, almost like plimsoll, so very much indoor kind of clothes. The one of you that's stood in front of that blot is looking out to the rest of you. There's something odd about his face and as he looks towards you, arms outstretched. To know me is to join me. I am the opening of the way. 
there's a crash of lightning and as pulls his hands down you can see that what looks odd about his face is that it's not his it's the face of the dead man on the table that it's very much that he's wearing this thing like a mask what do you do you're you're muted you're stunned in silence all hail lamb chops huh you uh play that play that man yourself to wear that mask yeah who cares yeah bet that betty put the face up against the wall and that's where that weird design came from just smashed it on there i don't i liked his old face better you know what if one wearing now is just ugly why would you <laughs> why in god's name would anybody want to do that to themselves oh well maybe you didn't like what he saw in the mirror are we uh looking for reasons now i mean he paints lamb chops on the wall and where the fuck are we yeah, marcel um, I, saw, I saw the quick gesture are you removing that thing from your mouth yeah, you might know. You might notice that uh, very discreetly, just took something wet and fleshy that then just got dropped on the floor. At the at the tongue there. Oh, I'm uh, gonna go to the window and look out. The very odd way to play dress up. Okay, so heading over to the window, you can see that definitely there's another couple of flashes of lightning which help to illuminate the area around you. It seems like you're again very much in a rural area, probably a farm, you'd think. Um, you can see the outline of what seems to be a couple of paddocks. Um, far away in the distance, you can see a tree line and then a fairly dense forest leading off. Mm. Um, there's also what looks to be a barn out there, and you see the kind of the outline of a tractor briefly flash in the light as well. Apparently, we're farmers. Oh, what do you mean by that? What do we grow? Well, I don't know. Of lambs, maybe. Um, no, I don't think you grow lambs. Uh, say, uh, you with the uh, with the two faces. You still got that knife on you? Yeah. If he does, he ain't gonna tell you. I'm telling you. That, that, that scent of that smell of iron in there. It's making me hungry, though. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. There's anything to eat around here. Well, you know, according to him, there should be lambs growing outside. Plenty of stuff to eat. It's not got to be picky about it. Hmm. I don't know, uh, if we're, we're going to eat something, we should at least move the body off the table. Well, I don't think you're understanding what I'm telling you. If you're hungry. Plenty of meat here. Well, there there is, but you know, I I intend to implying that I'm a cannibal. Why not? Do you think that this is this guy's house? I mean, look how he's dressed. No, no, no. It's like he's some sort of a, a a postman. Yeah. Hey, buddy! When it starts thumping on the body's chest, is this your house? You listening? This your house? It's kind of squelchy as you're uh, punching onto a 
fairly blood-soaked shirt, and the body kind of rocks a little bit. I wonder what's in the rest. Is there? Are there other rooms in this place? There's a door leading out. It goes out to a corridor. Um, you hmm. can see that from your vantage point there is another door immediately opposite that. I'll uh, go walk down there and see what, what the hell's going on. Okay. Uh, heading out to the door then, you can see, as mentioned, there's another door immediately opposite you. Um, but there's no lights on. The only light that's on that you can see is in this room. Although, looking to your right, you can see there's what presumably is a back door. Uh, looking to your left, you can see a long corridor that goes... Uh, it's described as a traditional shotgun-style house, but it's not a term I was familiar with. It's basically a long corridor that apparently runs from the front door right the way through to the back door that okay. goes the length of the house. Yeah. Uh, um, there is an open door, though, that you can see on the far wall off to the left, where it looks like there's some kind of light, but it's moving. Maybe as if it's a TV playing, perhaps. Hmm. In fact, you, you can hear almost like a muffled sound of people talking. Um, find a kitchen? Um, I don't know. There's something over here. My, uh, my uh, spidey sense is tingling. Hmm. Did you say there was another door in here? One toward the corridor and one opposite him? Uh, it's the door opposite on the other side of the corridor is the other door. There's only one door in and out of this room. Right, okay. How many How many windows are there? There are two. Uh, they are one opposite the main door, and then one, if you were looking at the door, it's off to your right. So on the back, the back wall of the house. Well, I'll go to the... So the one across the door and open it. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a big old thing. It almost stretches the width of the room. So there's, it's in segments, so you can open like the left and right segment of it, and then there's bits at the bits at the top. Um, yeah, it opens up. It's not like a, it's not a new double glazed window. This is quite an old thing, so it does swing all the way out if you wanted to open it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, you are. Not quite pelted with rain, but definitely it's coming down in sheets outside. So you're you're you get a little damp in the process, but yeah, you get you get a nice front row seat of the weather that's developing outside. Hmm. Gotta, gotta mess everything up around here, get it all wet. <laughs> mess up the new paint job. Oh, I'm gonna mess something up? Yeah. I'll pick yeah. up a chair and I'll smash it into the wall. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, let's let's not 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 to have bursts of violence around here. You know what? Nobody gets to tell me what to do. Oh. Waving with the broken chair leg. Is that... Will that work for you, buddy? Just, 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 I, I, I don't like, you know, no sudden movement. It, 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 it makes me nervous. Well, I suggest you get over that. Oh, well, I, I, I I've been trying. I, Come on, uh, uh, Facey. Let, let, let's 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 try the the room across there. Maybe we get maybe there's a sink we can wash wash you out. Get, get away from crazy people. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna step into the room where I think I see the TV. Mm -hmm. Um, but before I do, I'm gonna look back down the corridor at where they all are. I'm gonna pull out my 38 and uh, go into the room with uh, the TV. Is there any other light in the room? No, it just seems to be the TV that's playing away by itself to an empty, to an empty room. The, so you've gone right the way down the corridor. Uh, you will have passed a couple of other things on the way. 
Um, on your left, about halfway down the corridor, you'll see there's a staircase which goes up, so apparently to, a, to another floor. Um, lining the walls, there are lots of little photos that have been framed, um, showing what looks to be, without a detailed inspection, looks like normal family life and scenes going up the staircase. Uh, there's a door opposite the staircase, and then there's another door just offset opposite the one that goes into what you think would probably be that the living room or the parlor where the TV's playing. Okay. And yeah, the, the parlor's very much the same kind of style as the rest of the house that you've seen so far. It's very dated wallpaper. Uh, there's a few shelves up there with some bric-a-brac and fairly uninteresting little uh, little figurines. Again, a few more pictures. Uh, a family. You can see there's evidently a mother and father figure. There's a daughter as well in some of the in some of the pictures in various stages of uh, age, oh, and a son as well. Um, again, very various ages. Appears to be slightly older than the daughter. Uh, Does the do any of the pictures have a man that looks like the face on Marcel that was on the dude? I. Uh, you don't think the guy in the photos is the same guy that's on the, that's on the table. Um, the guy in the photos looks fairly big. The guy on the table is fairly average build. And the face, even though it was fairly distorted by being worn by the, uh, the otherwise fairly quiet guy back there, doesn't appear to be the same guy. Hmm. Uh, there is yeah, that report. makes me wonder. Oh. Hmm. I'm still going to look to make sure there's nobody in here. There's, there's a few sofas in here. Uh, there's a couple of, couple of larger sofas, like two and three seaters. And there's a couple of single recliners as well. Um, all angled towards this big CRT TV in the corner um, that looks like it stepped, stepped out of the 80s. Um, big sort of huge back of it goes into the corner of the room. And it's set on a what seems to be a, a local news station. So we'll get back to the report in a second as the other two are going across the hallway into that other room. Wow. Oh, good, good. Looks like you struck lucky. You've hit the kitchen. Oh, so there excellent. is a, um, there's a large refrigerator that you can hear humming away in a corner. Um, you can see there's, there, there's a big island in the middle of the room where there's a series of chopping blocks and other such things that have been put there. A few groceries that still haven't been unpacked. Oh. Uh, there's a large sink off to the right-hand side. Uh, this wonderful array of knives, which uh, are on the magnetic strip on the wall. And a few, again, a few knife blocks. Uh, there's a door on the far side, which looks like it goes into what maybe a pantry, perhaps. And you can see mm. from some of the light that's coming in here from the uh, from illuminated from the across the hall in the dining room. Um, you can see rows of shelves and stuff that's just been piled on there. Mm. I will. Uh, I'll first go to the refrigerator and open it up and take a quick glance. Yeah, it's fairly well stocked. Um, you think this is probably a probably a family house because the amount of food that's there. Mm -hmm. it's like fresh, there's fresh milk, butter, cheese. Uh, there's a couple of uh, Tupperware boxes in there that look like they've got some marinating steaks. Oh, I just, get that. Just waiting there. I get I get those out. <laughs> yep, they have they have a wonderful aroma coming off them. Mm -hmm. uh, you want any? Uh... Hey, I found a room over here where there's some couches and a television. Looks comfy. I don't see any people. Hmm. I don't think this is that dude's house. 
Well, uh, that's good. He must have broken in and we took care of him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Where uh, are you? Are you in the I, kitchen? I'm in the kitchen. I found some uh, steak. Uh, take a bite of it. Nice and juicy. Nice. Oh, and good. It's, it, they prepped it well for us. Cook it up. Well, I don't want to mess it up. It's 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 good now. Take it. Well, at least the TV something to do. I'll wander over. The news is on. Hmm. I don't know okay. what the news is. So sounds like James is heading into the kitchen as well. Yes. Did I get that right? I'm I'm heading to where. Perry is calling from. All right. Okay. So you're going down the hallway then instead. Okay. Um, if I hear him coming, I put my gun away. Yeah. You'll, you'll hear the footsteps. It's all wooden flooring. Yeah. Um, when Simon turns around from uh, having a good chomp on his juicy steak, you notice that uh, your quiet friend has gone. Oh. Hmm. We'll, get, we'll get to him in a sec. Good. So James and Harry in the living room. Uh, the TV's playing, as said, and it definitely seems to be some kind of news report. And it cuts, or is the the segment says right now to April Nielsen over on the over on the scene still. Uh, April, there's a little bit of a lag, and then the picture changes, so you have a relatively poorly lit outdoor scene. It seems like the cameraman's got a light shining off the top of his camera directly towards the news reporter in front of him. Uh, she's looks like she's almost soaked through to the bone carrying this umbrella and rain is coming down in sheets the umbrella is almost doing nothing to try and uh, to try and keep her dry uh, beyond her you can see is what looks to be at first glance it almost looks like a school bus except that it's over on one side and the roof is torn open as if it's maybe run into a, a low bridge perhaps and it's got to rip the top of the roof off the cat wanders by. The the scene is being crawled over by a load of what looks to be like EMT workers, uh, police, uh, examining the wreckage, almost as if they're looking for something. And the reporter got adjusts her, uh, adjusts her blouse, gets her uh, microphone in place, turns to the camera and says, "Yeah, thank you, thank you very much. There, yeah, this is uh, this is April Nielsen for Channel Five News. Um, at eight p.m. this evening." An accident occurred a little way off Highway 35 northeast of Liberty, involving a bus containing inmates from the Liberty Center for the Criminally Insane. They were being evacuated from the site due to severe flooding in the area. At the moment, the cause and exact nature of the accident remains a mystery, but one source has told Channel 5 News that, quote, it looks like the bus was opened by some kind of giant can opener, if you can believe such a thing. The driver was killed in the accident, but an armed guard and four inmates are unaccounted for and considered at large by the police. The police have closed the road while the scene is being examined and cleared. This is expected to last a few more hours and drivers have been advised to seek alternative routes through this area. The police are advising residents to stay indoors and avoid walking anywhere, especially alone. The escaped inmates from the Liberty Center for the Criminally Insane are considered extremely dangerous and they may be armed. We'll have more on this story as it develops, although there's been nothing new in the last couple of hours. Now, back to you in the studio, Jared, for the, for the weather. I'll give you a hint, Jared. It's raining still and hard. And you can see she is very unimpressed with being stood out in the rain. Oh, and at uh, which point, one, two, K. 
kitchen boy facey. One, two, three, four. And the guest. Guest without a face. Anything good on the TV? Where's the can opener? It said they used a can opener to open the bus. Hey, go find that lady. Ask her. I don't know. Nah. Hey. Not that attractive. I want to know if they have can openers in the kitchen. Oh, do they have any cigarettes in there? Uh, just a second, and I start opening up the drawers. Did you see anything good on the television? Yeah, there's a can opener that could open up a bus. Do you see it in there? Yeah, that's a a weird. I I always uh, like Dallas or shows like that, not shows about can openers. But um, as I go through the drawers. What's your name again? Um, James? Yeah, what of it? Yeah. Do you think they were talking about us? Well, they I said don't... four inmates. Do you? I don't remember being in any prison. I don't remember any can opener. So well, then again, uh, I mean, I've got this can opener. Otherwise, but uh, well, that's not big enough to open up a bus. No, just open up a little hole. But. Yeah, yeah, but, but look, look at your shirt. Got a little tag. Other other side, yeah. It says it's it's in some foreign language. Oh wait, Morgan. My name is Morgan. Oh, it's a stupid name. Um, Liberty Center for the criminally insane. Apparently, I killed that guy, and I'm wearing his shirt. He deserved it. He's probably an asshole. Well, the way you killed him is admirable. There's not a lot of blood on that shirt. Strangled him with my bare hands. I come uh, walking down the hallway, eating on the second steak. I was like, they've got an electric can opener, but I... Is it big enough for a bus? Yeah. Uh, like my, a Hot, Hot Wheels bus. It would work on that. They didn't say what size the bus was. Did you find any cigarettes? Uh, like Johnson for a cigarette. I, I, I didn't. And I didn't see where our, our friend went. I tried, I tried to offer him some steak and he, he was gone. Well, yeah, I don't I, suppose he's going to play Marco Polo with this now, is he? Marco! Uh, I think it's Marcel. Speaking of Marcel, so you've gone with your bag, uh, your box of cereal and then decided to head up the staircase. You're munching away, and as you're going up, you occasionally look left and right uh, at these photos, which are lining the wall as you go upstairs. There's pictures of, what I say, what appears to be a mother and father, and then what looks to be a son and daughter. Some of these photos, again, are fairly faded. They're evidently quite old. And as you get to a landing and you start turning to head up the staircase, you can see that there evidently is a second floor where this is presumably where the bedrooms are. But you suddenly stop 
as you see one particular photo. Um, it seems to be the the boy and the girl playing with this large St. Bernard dog. Can everyone else please take their headphones off for a second and I'll give you a thumbs up as to when to when to come back. So looking at this St. Bernard, you almost hear a growl of a dog come from behind you, back from that room where the where the Rorschach diagram is on the wall. Mm. And for a moment something something awakens inside you a memory considering that you've got no recollection of how you've got here no recollection of your life before this point this is the first solid thing from that before time that comes to mind and it centers around this image of this dog looking up at you from a kitchen floor hmm. so this large friendly face of a St Bernard you're standing before a nice small house just having knocked at the door you're 19, living in a new town and working at a hardware store to pay the rent. It's a cool day, but you're overdressed, long sleeves, overcoat, two warm gloves. The door opens and a young woman, about your age, is stood there. You recognize her as a co-worker from the hardware store. She thanks you for coming, invites you into the kitchen for lunch. She says how sorry she is for the way the other employees have treated you. You know that you're supposed to be making a delivery right now. You know that your car's parked, the, the store, your car, the, 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 I'll get my tongue in gear, honest, this is a pretty difficult wordy sentence. You know you have parked the store truck in an alley four blocks away. You know that in your coat pocket is a plastic bag containing a hammer stolen from the store. You're here to kill this woman, the first time you've killed anyone. Her dog, a friendly St. Bernard, enters and wanders over. You look down at the dog's pleasant face and you know this is the last thing you'll ever see through the eyes of a sane man. The final image of the dog's face resembles that Rorschach blot on the wall. And if, if you go back to it at any point from here on, you will see that that's, that thing on the wall pulses dimly, but seemingly only to you. Oh. And everyone else can come back at this point. As, as that image fades, you can still hear that soft growling. What do you do? Mm -hmm. uh, 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 uh. Okay, so that sounds like you're going up and then working your way around the rooms as you originally intended. Mm. Right, as at least one of you has now gone up to the second floor, I'll reveal the floor plans of the house so you can get an idea of where everything is rather than me describing things in oblique terms. So this is the farmhouse. You started down in the dining room over here. So you've been to the kitchen opposite. You've seen that there is the pantry that then goes, uh, goes over to the other corner of the house. Everyone else at the minute is in the parlor. Um, you're on the staircase landing going up to the second floor and you can see that there are doors one two three four five of them leading off the landing all of them are shut and even around the edges of the door frames you can see there's no other light that's on here so either people are asleep in their rooms or there's no one at home you can't you can't really tell yet uh, which door would you like to go to 
Mm-hmm. The one straight ahead? Mm. Right. That opens up, and evidently it is the largest bedroom in the house. Even the, the door has a feeling of grandeur about it compared to the other, um, the other four that are here. The best way to describe the master bedroom is orderly but cluttered. Uh, there's a very large bed in the middle um, in the room that's been pushed and is wedged up between those two large windows either side of it. Um, then there's various wardrobes, closets, uh, side tables, dressing tables, a uh, couple of other hampers. There's piles of clothes here and there where they obviously haven't been washed yet. Uh, kind of an overflowing uh, linen basket. Um, plus the door to the bathroom is open here, so it's an ensuite, but you could also get out to it from the hall. And a walk-in closet over on the other side, which looks completely packed full of clothes, both men and women's. Mm. So. Mm. Yeah. No one here. Mm. Mm. Circle round and go to, uh, go to the next room. Mm. Okay, uh, the guest bedroom, opening that up, um, looks fairly fairly unused for quite a while. Mm. Um, but the, the closet doors open and you can see there's an array of clothing in there, um, lots of plastic sheets over them as if they've been put in storage. Um, looks like a combination of Boy Scout uniforms and other young boys' attire. Mm. So this probably, presumably at one point, was the son's room but it doesn't look as though it's been used in a long time. Um, the, the bed's been made and is nice and tidy, but a little dusty. Um, everything else feels quite stale and quite removed. It feels quite distant in here. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm moving around to the next one. Okay, storage, as it says on the tin. Um, this looks like an, an all-purpose storage room. There's lots of boxes in here, a few crates, um, furniture that's been pulled apart and then lent up against the wall. Uh, in essence, not much that's interesting, but the one thing that you do think would be quite helpful here is that there's lots of places to hide in here. So lots of crates if you wanted to go and secrete yourself behind them and uh, find a nice little place to run away to. Mm-hmm. The cedar closet is essentially a, like an airing cupboard, as we would call it. Uh, there is a hatch in the ceiling that looks like it could go, go up to an attic with a drawdown ladder if you wanted to have a look up there. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, lots of bed sheets and winter clothing and uh, bedding that's been laid out on here. So nothing particularly of note, but say it does have the way up to the attic. Mm-hmm. So as you've done the, the circuit upstairs, we'll cut back to downstairs as you've uh, finished up watching the news report. Uh, can Simon give me a spot hidden roll? Ooh, triple zero. You are blissfully ignorant. Yep. Mm. Okay. Well, I make it down to the room and it's like going, yeah, I didn't, I didn't find any cigarettes. Oh, but you found some food. Oh, yeah, what, I yelled, what, I yelled what, they had steak. What are you eating? Steak? Yeah, yeah, it's the remnants of, uh, of of it. It was marinated quite well. But is it cooked? No, no. I'm going to slap it out of his hand. 
Ah. And say, don't cook, don't eat uncooked meat. Why? It's good. Do what I tell you. Dang it. It's all dirty now. I'm sorry. It's I need a cigarette. Oh, well, there was a pantry in there. Maybe they kept their cigarettes there. I'm going to go check the pantry for cigarettes. Yeah, he's kind of a jerk. Okay, you head back over to the kitchen and then through the door into the pantry. Now, there's no, there's no cigarettes here that are immediately sticking out to you, but you do notice there's quite a selection of beer cans, all these, yeah, cans of beer that are there. Um, there's also a stairway leading down that only goes down to a cellar. Are they warm, warm cans up here? Uh, yes, they are. Oh. I'm going to take some of them and put them in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, now that the uh, the pieces of meat have been moved, there's enough room to get cans in there. So otherwise, it is quite full. So that's why you're expecting that they're probably being housed outside. Is that they basically put them in when they've got room? I'm going to check the basement for cigarettes. Okay. Yeah. Not his mother. I don't know why he has to tell me where he's going. And I'm going to go across the hall into the the room, the other room that's down here. Ah, okay. I'm going uh, to fo- follow him because uh, everyone keeps leaving me alone. I'm getting worried that I smell. Fair enough. <laughs> right, down in the... We'll do the basement and then we'll cut back to the other room. Um, the room that you are going into, James and Simon, has the... Uh, very evidently feminine touch on the doorway of little letters that have been arranged that says Susan's room. Mm. Right. And in the cellar, um, you find this is very much a u- utility type room. So you can see there is a uh, w- hot water heater, there's a furnace, uh, washer and dryer, storage space for firewood. Uh, there's also a rack of jars of what do they can preservatives as well. However, far wall, as you come down to the bottom of the step, the bottom of the steps, you can see there is a cabinet. And while there's a few empty slots in there, uh, you can see what looks to be a 22 rifle, a 20 gauge double barrel shotgun, uh, 38 revolver. And then there are drawers underneath, which one of them, the drawer is still open for some reason. And you can see what looks to be ammunition boxes. All right. Um, I have absolutely no use whatsoever for the larger firearms. Um, I'm just going to check for more uh, 38 ammo. Yeah, well, so there is a 38 revolver there, and there's plenty of associated ammo. There's yeah, a couple of boxes there. What would I do with two of them? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, you shed a load of weaponry. Which one's, um, clear, which one's cleaner? Mine is cleaner. So Yeah. yeah. Give me a spot I'll, hidden roll as well. Okay. And Marcel's not in here hiding, or I was going to kill him. But Nope. No, there's no um, one else down here. Just you. Spot hidden. Uh, pass. 39 out of 45. So just... Okay. There's also uh, a shed load of 3006 ammo, but there's no 3006 rifle. So presumably that's one of the empty slots that's up on the wall. Okay. Um, maybe they collect ammo. Um, I'll uh, people collect things. I- I'm just going to take some 38 
ammunition and uh, close the cabinet up uh, if it was open. On does it the kind that closes and it was open? Okay. That's how I can it's see. Got a, it's got a key in the lock. Oh, okay. So you just you click. Open I'll it up. close it and I'll and I'll uh, I'll lock it and I'll put the key in my pocket. Because nice. you know, kids. <laughs> yeah, someone definitely wasn't too cared about safety around here. Um, anything in the washing machine? Uh, no, it seems like all the utilities down here have been um, well. So apart from the furnace, which is constantly running and keeping the say the hot water going, um, none of the other utilities seem to be in use. Mm. Uh, the washing machine's empty. Yeah, seems like it's not been used. In now, if I was going to hide cigarettes from my husband, where would I hide them? Um, so I'm going to walk around and see if I can find any mm -hmm. cigarettes. Um, and then I'll go back upstairs if I don't find anything. Mm -hmm. Give me a, another spot hidden roll. Uh, it's a 66. Uh, 66 out of ooh, 45. I guess I don't want to spend that much luck. Not for I, really want, I really want the damn cigarettes. <laughs> no. No, I won't. Okay. Well, speaking of kids being around the place, uh, we'll cut up to Susan's room. Mm. So James and Simon go over to the door. James opens it. And the first thing you're assaulted by is the all, pre all prevalent color of pink virtually oh. everywhere in here. Um, the wallpaper's pink, but again, it's fairly dated. Uh, there's some white shelves where there's some uh, cuddly toys lying under there, pink teddy bears. Um, there's a pink bread, uh, sheet on the bed. Again, all looks fairly nice and tidy. Uh, there's a few notebooks and trophies around here and also some pictures of what looks to be a fairly good-looking teenage girl. She yeah. was. She looks oh, pretty. Is oh, she oh, here? Oh, I, I don't see her, but here, you're a little jumpy. You might want this. I'll hand Simon one of the teddy bears. Oh, I take that and then I go over to the dresser and I start opening the, them up. And if I find her lunch, her uh, unmentionables, I'll. <laughs> okay, so we know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, there is also a walk in closet, I believe, here. Let me just check the map. Yeah, but tucked away at the back left of the room, you can see there is an interior, there is a door to a, a walk in closet. I'll open that up because we haven't seen Facey yet. No, that's true. It's like a veritable ghost. <laughs> okay, you you open it up. Um, there's what looked to be almost like cheerleader clothes in here as well. Looks like she goes to, uh, to the to the school in Liberty. It's got a big L on the back of it. Um, there's also some other clothes here as well. It looks like maybe some costuming pieces and so on. And one of them, as you move the uh, the curtain rail back is this um, quite small, admittedly, so she must be quite quite petite, leather corset. Can everyone else take their headphones off? Right. Seeing this, an image comes to your mind, again, a memory that appears very personal, very intense, and is probably the only thing that you remember before coming here. 
and it's a picture of a woman or an image of a woman wearing this kind of leather or S&M outfit, holding her arms forward, these latex gloves that go up to her elbows outstretched towards you, but you can't see her face. You're focusing more on her partially exposed uh, breasts, her, her two hands coming towards you with almost a degree of menace. You yourself, you remember that you're wearing a, a leather mask that restricts your vision. That's probably why you can't see above and see her face. You're 12 years old. Your sister, Deborah, who at that time was 17, has you tied up. Your foster parents are gone for the night. She's asking you questions. Your answers are greeted with a slap in the face. She asks you, who do you love most in the world? What do you like most in the world? What do you hate most in the world? She refutes any answers you give her with a slap again and again. Finally, she draws nearer and cups your face in her hands in these, in these latex gloves. Your field of vision has narrowed such that you can no longer see her head or legs. She asks you, what is power? Incorrect responses get a knee in the groin. The only correct response is pain. Whatever the response, right or wrong, this flashback ends. The final image of Deborah's torso in that leather outfit reminds you of that blood stain, that blot on the wall, which now, if you go back and look at it at any point, you will see that that thing seems to glow and pulse just to you. And at that point, one can come back. These are all clean. We need to find some dirty ones. I'm going to go over there and I'm going to take that picture of her and just <laughs> smash it into the mirror. Ah, why, 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 why would you do that? There's many things you don't, you don't know, Simon boy. Just, just hug your teddy bear. This will be over real quick. And I'm just going to start tearing the room apart. Oh, if he starts that, I'm going to grab some underwear, shove it in my pocket, and run out. <laughs> okay, you head on out. And I think that's probably about the time that Marcel's coming downstairs. So you'll uh, you'll bump into... Well, Marcel will bump into the back of you as you're oh. retreating oh. out the room. Oh, it's you. It's you. Uh, do you find anything upstairs? Anything you want to eat? No? No. Uh, no. Nothing, huh? Yeah. huh? Well, he he's going. He's just smashing that place in, in there. It's a pretty room, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm starting to think think that's the case. I think we're the only ones that got together. Harry uh, Morgan, as his name says, he, he's looking for smokes. Mm. And Harry will have also heard the crash upstairs. What? So if you're... What, what, what the hell's going on up there? I'm going to come running up the stairs really fast with my gun. And I'll be like, are the cops here? Is there some reason we've got to kill the cops? I push up against the wall. I see him come come out with the gun. No, no, no. no. What's he doing in there? Uh, uh, he, 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 he just started smashing stuff. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was... Uh, I was making sure that the laundry was put away, and he just went crazy, just smashing things. Oh, 
Okay. Where have you been? Uh, Why don't you talk? Ah. When he opens his mouth, um, you can see that there is just the stub of a tongue right the way back in his throat. Oh. I put my hand on his mouth and I'm like, I'm sorry, guy. That's sad. Uh, uh, uh. Does it look like a fresh wound? Like, no, it's, no. It's, it's old. Okay. Um, give me an int roll once you've seen that. Wait a sec. Fail. <laughs> uh, pass. How the hell could he talk earlier? I, I was just say, thinking that to my, yeah. I was like, wait a second. He just said something a little while ago. Well, he, he had a tongue in his mouth at the time. Uh, he spit it out. But, but it, it was somebody else's. It wasn't attached. Yeah, well. I mean, there's nerves and there's fibers and things. He just has to break the uh, the wind, the air leaving to form. form, form. Look, he's... Uh, Jesus, uh, Jesus helped you to talk. I understand. Uh, yeah, well, I, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go see what what James is doing in there. Was there a laundry downstairs or anything? Um, I looked in the the laundry. I didn't see anything. I think just folded up stuff. Maybe. Oh, nothing dirty. Nothing dirty. Well, I mean the guns were dirty, but. Oh, I, I'm, uh, 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 nothing, huh? Hmm. Oh, well, hold on. I mean, Let's see what this guy's doing. Oh, I'm not. I'm going to go in, in where James is. And uh, what are you doing? Who told you to? I'm redecorating. Yeah, but who gave you permission? I did. Well. You are not sufficient. You need to get permission. This is somebody else's house. They live here. I don't see anybody else. Okay. And I'll walk back to the others. Well, uh, he doesn't see anybody. Behind you? What there, Marcel? No? Um, no. You want to leave? Is that what you're saying? No. I wow. think. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, now I know why you don't I want the shake. <laughs> I just have this really weird feeling that maybe, maybe there's something wrong with us. Yeah, we. Yeah, because, we can't remember how we got here. Well, yeah. I mean, there's that, but there's also this tag. Obviously, yeah, I got, I unless got one. one of us is an embroiderer, that's an embroidered oh. tag. Yeah. And it's got my my name on it. Morgan. Yeah. What a stupid name. Um, got my you, name, too. As you're examining your tags, James comes out of the out of the room. Hey, James. Morgan. Simon uh, Facey. Uh, um, we were just thinking that we might be nuts. Beef. Yeah. Well, I was thinking maybe, you know, actually, I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, it, it makes the most sense. I mean, 
Maybe we're, maybe that's our our employee. We work there. Yeah, but they put our phone numbers. They don't put phone numbers on. Is there a bags. phone? I don't know. Is there a phone? Oh, there is a phone that you noticed in the living room. Um, well, as you look towards the living room, call uh, me. Marcel I'll see if it rings. All right. Marcel what's your number? Myself wandering back towards the dining room. One seven five five four two seven two seven. Yeah, num number not recognized. Hmm. Smash it back, maybe a little too hard, but uh, no, nobody picked up. Hmm. Let me go see if that other guy had a had an embroidery. Yeah. Good. I'll go back to the uh, assume the dining room where the guy was on the table. Okay. Does Mars so, still still have the face on? No, that's he's he taken that off. off. Mm -hmm. He's kind of laying on the floor in there. Well, that's that is where Marcel's going, hmm. and as you head inside, you can see that this is for Marcel. Um, you can see that blot is still on the wall, very much dried now, but with the effect, as previously mentioned, and you can hear this dull growl as if the dog is still growling at you, looking up at you accusingly from that kitchen room floor. And it's coming from that paint, that blob. So painting blot mess on the wall. Mm. Mm -hmm. You try to rub it off. It doesn't seem, you, you can feel almost like the sticky nature of the blood there, but it doesn't come away from the wall. In fact, as you put your hand up towards it, that dull red light intensifies almost as if proximity to you is what makes it more intense. You can give me a hard power roll if you're stood in front of it staring. Okay. okay. Right, this, this thing starts to, as you put your hand up towards it, you can almost feel the surface of the wall moving under your hand, moving under your hand. Oh. And the face, it no, long, no longer resembles this blot. It's very much the image of that face of the dog, even to the point where it's oh. blinking and growling, its lips curling back in a snarl, gnashing its teeth and barking at you. About that time that Simon comes in. Yeah. I think we're all following him too. Mm -hmm. like. Just just checking out the wall there, huh? Uh lamb chop. Yeah. Doesn't and it it's... looks like lamb chop? <laughs> dog dog. Uh, yeah, no, I don't was... think it's a dog. No, that was heartbeat. Like he's like heartbeat. See. floppy mm. ears i can see the floppy ears but it it looks mm. like that that little puppet lamb chop yes. <laughs> simon and harry yeah you still see the the picture as was originally described yeah. james you know what this resembles yeah. we yeah. want we want to see what his name tag looks like well there's there's no name tag on the body on the table but if you start patting him down 
Um, you do find that there are uh, there is a bulge in one of his pockets. He's mm. he's not pleased to see you. He's very very dead, but yeah. you can find that there's a wallet inside. Well, sometimes people do get erections when they die. Little rigor mortis. Yeah. I get out. I get out the uh, wallet, and then if I had any got any blood on my fingers, I of course lick it clean. Mm-hmm. Of course, nice and sticky. Oh, mm. adds flavor. Good. Right, uh, you do find the wallet, which has photo ID in, uh, inside. Uh, he's got like a driver's license, credit cards, and so on. Confirms his name is Dennis Gellan, and tapping him down in a few other parts you notice there is a um, like an id card that's been flipped into his pocket uh, confirms the same thing named dennis gellan and that he is a guard a security guard at the liberty center for the criminally insane of liberty hmm. Missouri. Uh, the wallet also holds 46 dollars in cash there's an assortment of credit cards etc in there as well and the belt which if you reach your hand around him also, you find has a series of bullet ho- uh, bullet loops, and there's an additional twelve shells there for the thirty-eight. Hmm. This guy's from Liberty, Missouri. Small world, and we're from Liberty. Hmm. Is that what that means? I thought it meant they were going to let us go. Well, it could it could mean both, like the statue. In- oh yeah, I put oh. the uh, little ID badge on. Now I'm the guard. I have the belt. I like the belt. Sure. Sure. I, I don't want the belt. It's got bullets on it. I don't want his pants to fall down. Um, um, so, um, what next? Um, I mean, did we kill this guy or did he just die? Does he have bullet holes in him? Just the only wounds that seem to be there are the slit across his throat, which presumably killed him, and then the fact his face has been ripped off. Um, if you're paying a bit more attention to that, you'll also notice that, besides his mouth, if you were to open his mouth up, no tongue in there. Right, mm. right. So that's yeah. a distinctly fresher wound. Well, there. he doesn't have one over here, so, you know. Yeah. I can he, doesn't, he didn't need the tongue anymore. Did this yeah. guy steal your tongue? No, I guess not. Did this guy steal your hat? Oh, it's the other way around. And look, if I if well, I break, we know my that. fingers up through uh, the trachea, look, I've got a tongue now with my fingers up there. <laughs> You're disgusting. He's oh. going I mean, where have your fingers been? Uh, so, I don't know. Are we on the lamb? I mean, I keep bringing up lamb. You do. Are we on the lamb and that's lamb chop and we're... Did we escape from this place? Look, they said four people escaped. And if you count, there's you, me, Simon, Facey. And this guy. And this guy. That's five. No, it can't be. Well, he's he's the guard. Oh. He was the guard. I'm the guard now. Okay, okay. I got it. 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 Got it. Oh, what are you looking at, Marcel? Uh, You're looking at a car? Someone's coming? 
when he says that, I go immediately to the window. Yeah. Right. Looking outside, the uh, same for Marcel as he's kind of wandered over to the, towards one of the windows. You're looking around. From that vantage point, you can't see any vehicles outside other than the tractor that's previously been mentioned. But mm. the, another flash of lightning lights up the area. You're not too sure if that thing would probably start. Some of it looks a bit rusted. It sat in some very long grass. Tractor? Maybe it hasn't been moved in a long time. No. But how cool would that be? Tractor? We'd, be, we'd get all wet. Well, Marcel, that is a tractor, but how did I'm, we get here? I'm not the wicked tractor witch. here. Yeah, well. I'm not the wicked witch. I'm not going to melt in the water. Uh, you walk faster than a tractor. I mean, they're so slow. But they're so cool. Hmm. Uh, 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 uh. You see, uh. Right, like he said, there's a tree. Just a tractor through it. There's a house. Just a tractor through it. Oh no no! There's it's woo, 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 woo. there's a there's a there's a uh, cops. You just uh, tracked her through them. There's cops. Are, are are you saying cops? You're gonna come kill us? Uh uh uh. We didn't do anything. Uh, uh, I, th- I don't think it matters if we did or didn't. I think Marcel's got a point. They're gonna think we did it, and they're gonna kill us. And I got the blood on that guy's blood on my hands now. Well, you got uh, it in your stomach too. Yeah. Right. Look, look. Um, I've only got four bullets mm-hmm. in okay. the gun. Right. Uh, uh, uh. Um. So I don't know how we're going to defend ourselves if we just get the one gun. Oh. Oh. Uh, well, maybe there's uh, a uh, barn out there. He says it's a farm, right? Yeah, but there's going to be cows and stuff. What the good are they going to do? Cows are cows being more meat. I'm going to go to the back door and open it. <laughs> as soon as he said that, that got me excited. Gotcha. Yeah, you you head out towards the uh, the back door, mm-hmm. and yeah, you fling it open. Plenty of wind and rain suddenly hits you, and yeah, as you're kind of shielding yourself and looking down, you look down at the ground outside the back uh, the back porch and suddenly you're thinking yeah the kind of the temperature would would fit with this it's must be sometime in fall um, particularly it must be sometime around halloween because there's a couple of pumpkins which are sat opposite uh, sort of sat either side of the doorway can everyone else take their headsets off right looking at those pumpkins all of a sudden there's almost like a flash that awakens some kind of memory from before in your mind and it's the image of a pumpkin but it's been smashed in it's almost like it's been hit with a baseball bat it's been punched it's been wrecked and that image this smashed jack-o'-lantern is what fills your fills your mind while Mm. other moments of recollection come back to you it's halloween and you're nine years old you spent the entire afternoon meticulously carving a stunning jack-o'-lantern for this evening. Your father comes in, drunk and angry. He stomps around in the kitchen and accuses you of leaving dirty dishes in the sink. He accuses you of spilling soda all over the floor and cleaning it up without telling him. 
He accuses you of wanting to run away from home. He accuses you and accuses and accuses. He finally accuses you of not loving him. Finally, he says, I'm the boss around this house, you little son of a bitch, and puts his fist right into that carved face of the pumpkin. The final image of that smashed pumpkin in your mind now is the same as that blood, that Rorschach diagram on the wall. And if you go back to it at any point, you'll see that it starts to glow and pulse with a dim red light. Mm -hmm. Okay. And now everyone else can come back. All right, pick up one of the jack-o'-lanterns and take a quick look around. Do I see the, see a barn? Yeah, there's nothing off to your left, but you turn around to the right just as another flash of lightning comes, and you can see in the distance there is indeed the, the apex of a roof that you can see. So, yeah, there's definitely some structure out there. And now that actually one of you stepped outside, as soon as that lightning flashes and thunder rolls across the, the landscape, you think you hear horses coming from the barn. Ooh. They're evidently not too happy about the uh, about the thunder. Yeah. I come I come walking back and got my uh, my jack o' lantern and I'm like, uh, there is a barn, it sounds like they got uh, horses. Yeah, I mean, you know, how hard could it be? John Wayne could ride one, so I'm so sure. ride them. We can let them go. That's that's what this is for. You're, you're gonna shoot the horse? Why not? It's fun. Uh, oh, ruin the meat. No, but what about if the uh, you know what Mark Sell calls the wee wee show up? We're gonna need those. We can't waste them on any horses. Oh, the bullets! I got yeah. po I got pockets full of them. Oh. There's a whole bunch of stuff downstairs, like guns and stuff. Oh, oh. It's Halloween. Look, they had a jack-o'-lantern. Well, you know what? I don't think it's Halloween. I think it's Christmas, and I'm going to go downstairs. Okay. As you oh. turn back around and go into the kitchen to find uh, to go down to the pantry where the staircase goes down, uh, you find Marcel stood by an open drawer, and he's just playing with a torch for the minute, so turning it on and off. Mm. Do, do you want a gift, Marcel? Uh-huh. I hear there's gifts downstairs. Uh. uh. I hope us deal with any cop problems that arise. Uh. Mm. So go, go, go downstairs. Okay, right, you head downstairs. Um, as described previously to, to Harry, Plenty of utility equipment down here, plenty of uh, so washing machines, storage, and also a gun cabinet on the far wall. Uh, it seems that it's locked. I would like <laughs> to break it with something. Okay, um, you can smash it open with your elbow. It's yeah, easy enough to easy enough to go through the glass. Uh, which one do you want, Marcel? I mean, how is that going to save the kids? If you can just break through the glass on the gun cabinet. Mm. You know what, Harry? Morgan, that's an excellent question for later. Oh, the shotgun. That's a good choice, Marcel. Mm. Well, I guess I'll take... Is there a rifle is there? 
Yep, I believe there's a 22 that's in there is the other the other gun. I will take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 22 rifle, 20 gauge double barrel shotgun, and the 38 revolver. Mm-hmm. So the only one that's left in there at the minute is the revolver because no one's picked that up yet. Mm-hmm. Oh. So what's with the pumpkin? Uh, they were outside, and you know, it just seemed like it'd be, it'd be, it'd be a shame for it to to go bad. And all some child worked hard at this. So it's October. And well, horses. James says it's uh, Christmas time, but I think that th- this thing James, lasted a long time. James, haven't you figured it out yet? James is like, crazy. I know. He's an angry man. Did you see what he did to that little girl's bedroom? I know. It was awful. Fortunately, I have the keys to the gun mm-hmm. cabinet. It's good. Good. So, um, so you're thinking that we ride horses to freedom? Yeah. Well, just anywhere out of here. I don't don't like what, being here that what if that thing bothers me what if they don't speak english the horses they could be german or french or something like that mm. well, well i don't i don't know marcel I don't speak those marcel yeah. says that we cut their heads off and then we climb up to the roof Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. Look for clothes. Clothes? Different uh, clothes. Uh, 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 Was there anything in that uh, closet, James, that would fit me? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You wish. I do. Uh, There's that guy's clothes. Uh, uh, Upstairs. Uh, 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 uh. Hmm. Uh, uh. Oh, we're a happy family. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. Maybe, maybe he could write it down. Uh. Well, I, I think, I think when the when the cops show up, we pretend like we live here. We just have uh, yeah. to hide, hide, uh, whatever his name was somewhere, and then uh, yeah. you know, dress up all fancy. Yeah. We can tell him that we're yeah. taking care nah, of, nah, our, nah, nah. Yeah. of our dumb cousin. I'll, t- I'll, I'll, I'll take care of the, uh, the guard. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I suggested that earlier, but nobody liked my idea. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, I go into the other room and. Uh, I assume there's like a butcher's knife and a meat cleaver. Uh, uh, you have a whole array of knives in here to choose from. If you if you can describe it, you've got it. Simon, yeah. don't eat his dick. Right. Got it. Everything else is fair game. All right. Well, the butt is kind of weird, too. Oh. I'll store those together. All right. Um, and that guy's weird. 
And uh, and the, and the, the the teddy bear shouldn't watch. Can we oh, can we yeah. use the telephone? It's connected, if that's what you mean. Well, your numbers didn't work. Yeah. Do you know any numbers? I don't know any numbers. I'm gonna get to work while they're doing that. <laughs> I don't know who to call. I don't even remember where I'm from. Yeah, that's getting pretty fucking annoying. No, order pizza. Order pizza? Uh-huh. I don't know any pizza places around here, though. We can call the operator and ask her for a pizza place. You do that. I'll go find us some clothes upstairs, right? There's clothes upstairs. Do they deliver uh, cigarettes? Mm, I am a little big. That's true. Do they deliver cigarettes? No, I don't know. I Is wear a, a size 12 number? dress if you're getting close. Wait a second. I'm confused. Is Simon a guy? He looks like a guy. I don't know. Yeah, he looks like a guy to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go use the telephone, see if I can get a hold of a pizza guy who delivers with cigarettes. Okay. Uh, well, there's no things like takeaway menus or anything like that next to the phone. It's just the phone itself. All right. I'm just, I'm going to call the operator. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, the, the operator picks up. So, hello, operator, how can I help? Uh, yeah, um, can you recommend a local pizza place that has cigarettes? That you're calling from, she seems to be checking something. Um, a farmhouse. Yeah, just yeah. Near, near Liberty. Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay, um, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a few uh, take, there's a few deliveries, I know, Domino's. Uh, Papa John's, etc. Uh, yeah, well, how about, yeah, Domino sounds good. I don't know what that is, but um, do they have a, a phone number? Uh, yeah, sure. I, I can put you straight through or I can give you the number. Oh, yeah, why don't you put me straight through? Okay. Uh, there's a pause. You're very sweet. Thank you. <laughs> right. Uh, they connect. Today, can we take take your order? Um. Yeah. Um. I don't know my address. Can you figure it out from the telephone? Uh, no. I've just got your. You just you just come through on the line. Marcel, um, go outside and see what the 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 number is on the house. Come back and tell me. Okay, we're getting the number right now. We just don't know what it is. Um, we want to order a, a big pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, pepperoni and sausage. <laughs> My friend is making noise. Sorry. Um, okay. Yeah, it does sound a bit weird. Uh, don't worry about it. I think he's high. Um, um, I'll, 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 I'll hit the. I'll hit the. Or Marcel is hitting the uh, the hang up thing. So. so there's a click. Ah. Uh, you, have, uh, you have a headache you don't want no he doesn't uh, want to get shot Morgan 
the pizza guy doesn't carry a gun. I don't understand what's going on uh, here. Well, somebody uh-huh. please explain it to me. Explain it to me. Hey, can one of you guys look for some Tupperware? I need to put this stuff in the these parts in the Tupperware or they'll go bad. We don't know where farmer wife keeps her Tupperware. Just look for it. Oh, well, fine. And uh, I walk across the hallway. Explain it to me. I, I think whatever the big can opener was that opened up the bus let us out if mm. we were on the bus mm. and the person that came with us is dead and the cops are looking for dangerous criminals and if they find one of their friends dead uh, they're going to kill us. Is that what you think's going on? Maybe. I mean, there was a thing on the news. So I shouldn't have called the operator. But but how would they know? I mean, there's a, a billion people in the world, and they're all calling for pizza, and they wouldn't know where we were. Should we get the horses and leave? Uh, he... Uh... Well, we should get rid of the the tags on the clothes first, shouldn't we? You um, know, then they won't know who we are. How did you get the guns? Downstairs. Yeah, but I have the keys. Yeah, yeah, elbow. Elbow key. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. That's not very safe for kids. I found the Tupperware. I'll, I'll start packing him up. Good for you, Simon. I don't think mm, I'm going to get this my head hurts. in there. <laughs> um, what's next? What's what? What do we do? Are we going to? Uh, 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 Marcel's going to explain it. Lovely. We watch binoculars. Oops. We watch. Gesturing towards the front, uh, towards the window that's sort of in the front door, and gesturing towards the front of the house. I'll go look out the window. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Give me a spot hidden roll. Uh, Sixty-four, which is a uh, a fail. Uh, I see my own eyes looking back no. at the reflection of the glass. You're supposed to look with the bursts of lightning. Otherwise, it's dark outside. You can actually see something. It's just that you're not seeing the whole picture, even on a fail. Um, Even as you're looking and thinking, yeah, I can see my own reflection, you finally stare past it. And somewhere off in the darkness ahead of you, you can see what looks to be the beams of what could be headlights from a vehicle. But they're not moving. You just see lights. But that's on a a fail, that's all you do see. Like through the trees or... You're not I too sure. See. You just you definitely see okay. light. It looks like I too. think I think the pizza man's coming. Um but it's not moving. Hold on. I'll step outside. It's wet. It's wet outside. You know what? I like the rain, okay? So okay. I'm going to take the rifle and I'm going to 
go in a circular way around mm-hmm. where the light's coming from. Okay. Yeah, you can see it off in the distance. You take a nice kind of leisurely curve heading around it. And as you get close enough, you can see that the driveway that is a gravel driveway, that's sort of, there's a little arc at the front of the house, and then it gradually narrows off and then forms this slightly bendy track that then heads towards a gap in the tree line. And it's, it's evidently those lights are off and that gap in the tree line. But they're, they're pointed at an odd angle the closer you get to it, almost as if it's in a ditch. And indeed, as you get close enough to the tree line itself, you can see there's what looks to be a, uh, we call it an estate car. I think it's like a station wagon, you'd call it. So it's a elongated vehicle. So it has quite a few seats in there and a large, mm. uh, a large trunk. Um, yeah, you can see that it's kind of nose down in a ditch. Headlights are still on. All the doors are open, apart from the, the trunk. It's a, the sort of hatchback type thing. Uh, that's closed. Give me a spot hidden as you get close, that close. I'll spend uh, 12 points. Uh, that's a lot of luck. 52 on a 40. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I'll spend it. I'll spend the luck. <laughs> okay. Um, you notice then, as you get close enough to it, um, that there looks to be blood splatter over the back, um, over that hatchback roof. And inside, you can see a couple of feet poking over the back seat, uh, feminine shoes. It looks like it's two people's feet. One's big, one's small. Oh, Simon's going to love this. Who's in here? You peer over and have a look. Well, you've seen photos of both of them, and you've been through the uh, the daughter's bedroom. Uh, it looks like the mother and daughter, so at least you know Susan as the daughter's name, are both in the back of the va- um, both in the back of the car. Um, bullet hole about there in each case. Brain matter sprayed over the back of the uh, the back of the car. And yeah, they look like they've been here for probably a couple of hours now. Oh well, Simon's going to be disappointed. They're they're, they're ruined. But I'm going to drag them out of the car mm-hmm. and just dump them on the side of the road. And then get in the driver's seat. Is there keys? Yeah, the keys are still there. In fact, the engine still seems to be. It's it's kind of stalled, but it's still still on. Okay, well, I'll, I'll shut the doors and I'll drive it back up to the house. Okay, you. My God, you, it's you, coming! You turn the engine on. Uh, the others of you can just about hear the roar of the engine in the distance. Uh, it's maybe over the over the rain and the lightning. It's you kind of think you hear it. Oh, oh, thank God. Thank uh, God I'm starving. Yeah, well, you, I, I got this all cleaned up. I put the femurs in the freezer. That That's probably the only place they'd fit. Yeah, I was quick, uh, but we got pizza coming. You can give me a drive auto roll, but to try and get out of this just using the car on its own, I'm going to ask for an extreme. Um, you are wedged down on a, uh, on a slope, ideally. You would need to try and rig something up to pull it back up, but if you are that damn good with the with the vehicle, you could probably get it out on your. Turns own. out, I am not. <laughs> um, the uh, the wheels just keep spinning. It's like a, maybe a flashback from a previous memory of being in Oklahoma and driving uh, driving a vehicle comes to mind. But yeah, you you <laughs> yeah. can't really get it back up the up the ramp. It's, you just keep finding the wheels just skidding in the mud. All right. Well, I'll I'll turn it off. I'll take the keys. 
mm-hmm. and I'll come back, kind of find something along the road to kick. Maybe well, a, few a couple things. of bodies just left. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll beat them up a bit until mm-hmm. I hear some breaking. Helps me calm down, recenter myself. Some snapping, squelching. Okay, that's uh. All right. Angry looks... And then. Pizza boy looks like James. Well, there's, there's I'm getting hungry. There, there, there's a car, but uh, it's it's in a ditch. I can't get it out by myself. Hmm. How big a car? Station wagon. Good fit all of us. All right. Anything else? Uh, no, I think Susie and her mom were out there uh, messing a bit of their heads, but... Uh, oh. Are they still dressed? Yeah, of course they are. I huh. wonder if... Uh, but those I wonder are if dirty. that's where the two bullets went. Maybe. I mean, one on each of the heads. I don't remember. I don't remember. Look, look, Simon, they have bullets in them. They're all covered in mud now. You don't, you don't want them. Yeah. Yeah. Probably but, right. But you think we can pull the car out? I mean, well, we can probably lift the front end of it. We, we, we could lift it. Uh, we could use the tractor. Oh. Do you have a keys for the tractor? I don't think tractors have keys. Oh. How do they start? I think they just got a button. Oh. Well, if you'll go get the tractor, uh, Simon and Marcel can come help me try to get this car out. Okay. Yeah, I, w- I want to go to the car. Uh, I'm going to go get the tractor. Okay, right. so... Uh... uh yeah, Marcel, Marcel comes downstairs. Uh, you can see he's changed. He's wearing a plain shirt, a uh, pair of jeans, a long, plain winter coat as well. Oh, you look uh, nice. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. I'm going to run upstairs and grab some clothes. And... Okay. Something without a badge. I go up there. <laughs> Are there... Uh... Any dresses my size? Give me a luck roll, see if you are, because it gives the uh, clothes size for the uh, for the husband. If it doesn't give them for the wife. All right. And I'm heading for the tractor. I am lucky. Right. It seems like uh, the uh, the late Mrs. Whatever her name was, you haven't found yeah. the name yet. Yeah. Um, appears to be about your size. To be fair, I'm only size 60, so I'm not that bad. <laughs> well, I am size 85, so I doubt there's anything that's going to fit me. Uh, the owner is 10 points of size less than you are, so they'll fit everyone else, but no, you are the you are the unlucky one. Now, as Harry runs outside and starts uh, running through the dark in the direction of the uh, in the direction of the tractor, you're suddenly finding yourself that you're you're rather alone out here and skulking around in the dark. This this does something to you. Can everyone yeah. else take their headphones off? As you're skulking around out here, it's almost bringing back memories of a time when you were doing something fairly similar. And in the flash of lightning, 
that comes uh, that comes down from the sky and illuminates the tractor in front of you. It's not a tractor that you see there, but instead this this image fills your mind of this memory from before. It's a bust of Shakespeare, but there's blood and tissue all over the face and bits of scraps of flesh. You're 14. You and a friend have broken into the house of an old man in a nearby neighborhood. It's your first robbery together. Your friend Terry is in the next room. You here, you are in a small study with no windows and only one door. You're stuffing your backpack with a bronze bust of Shakespeare from a bookshelf when you hear a voice down the hall outside. You hear Terry yell and a gunshot happens, a gunshot rings out. Then there's footsteps. You don't have a weapon other than the bust. Door opens. There's an old man standing there in his nightgown holding a pistol. You strike with the bust and bring down the uh, bring the old man down to his knees. The final image of that bloody bust of Shakespeare covered with the old man's brain matter and blood resembles that blot of blood, that Rorschach image on the wall back in the dining room. And if at any point you go back there, you'll notice that it starts to pulse with a dull red light, seemingly only to you. And everyone else can come back. Right. And when the lightning strikes again, there is illuminated in front of you a tractor. All right, I'm going to climb up on board. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, what did you say? It looks a little rusty. You can give me a luck roll to see if it works. <laughs> 96. This this thing has not moved in years. Mm. Um, but as, as you start threatening it, <laughs> uh, you do hear the <laughs> and sounds of disturbed horses out in the nearby barn. Start the tractor, shoot a horse. Start the tractor, shoot a horse. Oh. <sighs> I feel like Balaam's ass. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to walk skulkingly back to the house. Okay, no problem. As you, as you approach the house, because uh, James left the window open, uh, to the dining room you swear you hear the sound of an old man breathing in the dining room almost as if he's trying to gasp for, uh, for breath on the floor with his face caved in what my gun and I'm going to slowly walk towards the dining room or towards the, the room mm -hmm. okay Where's the rest? Uh, the rest of you have, can change clothes as you so wish. Uh, right. Say so Marcel's already changed. Simon's found a nice dress as well. Uh, James is looking around angrily that no one who lives in the house is his size. But as he's looking around, some uh, this is James as he's looking around somewhat angrily, you hear this slapping sound from downstairs and the laughter of your sister coming from the dining room. Marcel hears the, hears the sound of the dog growling again, and Simon just hears the squelch of that pumpkin being smashed again and again and again. Oh, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill her! I'm gonna kill her! I'm gonna smash whatever's nearby me with the butt of this rifle and just charge down there. Okay, you you run downstairs about the same time that Harry's coming. Are you going to the window or are you going to the back door? 
me. Yeah. I'm I'm going into the dining room where the sound is coming from. Um, okay, so you're heading back inside and then into the room itself. Right. Um, give me a spot hidden roll as you're the only one outside at the minute. Okay. Um, eighty. Okay, you see nothing, but you head you head inside without any problem. Yeah. For sure. Okay, so you both, you and James are heading to the room at the same time. Yeah. I would say uh, me hearing that squishing sound. I'm just kind of, uh, kind of just almost folding in on myself, rocking back and forth, holding my jack o' lantern. <laughs> How's Marcel reacting? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Oh, no. Oh. Hey, Daddy. disappointed him. He was always angry. I, I know. Whoa. Yeah, he yelled at me a lot, too. Um, you two, as you are upstairs, and there is a window facing in the right direction, you both can give me spot hidden rolls to see if you notice something outside. Oh. Hard! As in O one or a regular success. Mm. Right, okay, O one. Um you notice that there is a vehicle, another one out on the driveway now that wasn't there before. Um it looks like a pickup truck. And you can see that with, with your wonderful success, um they're just moving away from where that vehicle was um parked on the or going down into the ditch. Um, you can see a guy climbing on the back of the truck to join another guy that's already there. And there are two guys in the front cab, one behind the driver's wheel and one in the navigator's seat. All of them look armed. You can see that they've got uh, what look to be either long rifles or uh, shotguns. And they are coming towards the house with what can only be described as intent. Uh, uh, uh. What? What? Uh, Jimmy stuck in the well last night. <clears throat> you know, forcing your window into your face into the window, you can see just as the uh, just as the lights go out on the truck, you can see there is indeed a truck coming towards the pickup truck coming towards the house. Oh shit! Oh, I got, I got it! I got a face. Yeah. Mm. Back downstairs, you're in the living room. What do you do, Harry and James? Where's that? Where is she? Where is that sound? And I point. I point to the door going into the dining room. Is it? Yeah. All right. I bash it open. I'm getting. I'm getting in there. <laughs> and I leap in too with my gun. Okay. You you can both hear noise coming from that pulsing. Uh, now very dried patch of blood on the wall. For Harry, you hear the sound of rasping death rattle of the old man. And James, you just hear your sister laughing at you, slapping her um, hands together in glee. I'm going to put a bullet right in the middle of it. Boom. Okay, give me a pal roll. 
68. Uh, that is a pass, regular. Okay. You take a shot. What does James do at the same time? Oh, I was going to go and start bashing at the uh, at the wall. Okay, give me a power roll as well. I'll spend the five points of luck to pass. <laughs> okay. You rush on towards it. I mean, Harry takes aim at it. Um, as the as he does so, can see this blood stain turn and ch- change into the face of the bard, whereas James can see the outstretched hands of his sister coming uh, coming towards him with this laughter. And then simultaneously, both as you strike it, um, James strikes it, and then as Harry uh, puts a bullet straight between uh, Shakespeare's eyes, Simon and Marcel probably have to shield their eyes as there is this almighty burst of light that comes from downstairs. Ah, this this wood is enough to illuminate the whole exterior of the house um, to the point where even the drivers in the, um, in the pickup truck coming towards it, you can see they have to swerve and come to a halt as everything outside is suddenly bathed in light as if it was the, uh, the light and power of a thousand suns coming out of the downstairs room. And then after a few seconds, blackness oh. we'll get back to james and harry in a bit what's happening with simon and marcel after that i'm kind of like if i was imagine i got quite the after image in my uh my eyes i'm like oh marcel can you leave me out of here away from where they are the the people in the truck can you see mm. Yep, now that you've got a torch. I'm going to take these high hills off. Hey, what's, what's your plan when you say you want to get away? Uh, they were coming, they were at the front door, correct? They're coming from the front. I'm going to try and uh, yeah, indicate, still outside. indicate the back door. Okay. I've still got my knife on me that I took. Then the horse, get on the horse. Just uh, run, just run. Yeah. Uh, mm, mm, mm. Hold mm. my knife. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll we'll shoot him if if we have to, but I I don't like violence. Uh, uh. <laughs> Let's go! Come on! Come on! Hmm. Between the time uh, between the time that it's taken you to agree on what you're doing, can I have a group luck roll from whoever has the lowest between the two of you? I have fifty. Yeah. <laughs> 86. Right. Uh, as you are going down towards the stairs, you hear the front door open and the sound of cre- uh, the sound of very quiet footsteps coming into the house. Mm. Yeah. Kind of back, back, back up. Go, uh, I, I point up towards, I'm like, up to the ceiling. I'm like, attic. Mm-hmm. 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 
Mm. Yeah, we hide in the attic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either I think from that's what Marcel was saying is pointing towards a storeroom where there was plenty of the boxes. Yeah. Oh, hide in the boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty mm-hmm. small. I I could put there. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, so you're moving just across the landing to go into the storeroom. Um, I'm going to put this down to a roll, just the one roll to see if they find you. This is going to be your stealth versus the people that are coming inside their spot hidden. So give me stealth rolls. Oh, yeah, that is a... I'm going to spin... It's a hard right now. I'll spin three to make it an extreme. Mm. Right. I'm going to roll against the person that's got basically the largest or the greatest spot hidden score. Right. It's their basically their representative of the group in this case. So they have a score of 56. And... I only rolled a regular. I only got fifty-four, so an extreme is definitely beating the uh, beating their lousy attempt at the minute. Um, how does Marcel do? Okay, that's a success on your front, or better? Oh, hard. Okay, right. In which case, um, you position yourself either in some of the crates because they are big enough for you to clamber on into mm-hmm. try and get the lid in while you crush a whole load of old uh, old clothing inside mm-hmm. and you hear the systematic search of the house after a little while um, you catch that there's a few lights being turned on and then various exasperated sounds of there's just there's no one here damn it they've gone and this then starts to be crying and you can hear a couple of these other men, there's, there's a group of four men which are going around the house. Uh, they console a man who they refer to as Daryl. Say, look, Daryl, they're, they're, they're not here. They, they must have gone. They must have come. They've, they've probably taken some jewelry and they've, and they've run off. You know, they, they wouldn't just, they wouldn't have just killed, they wouldn't have just killed them both and left them there. And it's, I don't, I, I don't know what to say, man. It's, it's Susan and Linda, they're, they're gone. And this guy's Daryl is just bawling his eyes out and just stamping his feet, going, I just want to, I just want to kill him. I just want to do justice for my wife and daughter, damn it. And so we, we've got to call another one, says, We've just got to call the police and get, get them here as soon as possible and find out what the hell, what the hell's gone on and what, what the hell that thing in the living room is. Hey, this, this ain't normal. This, no, no sane person's done this. It must be those crazies that we, we heard about on the radio. And after a while, you can hear there. So they're definitely camping out downstairs. Uh, they're not. They've not found you, but you are still not trapped in the house. How do you want to try and get out? If you do indeed want to try and get out, what's your game plan? Uh, I, I, so there was some windows upstairs, right? I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, in right. your. There's windows there. You could potentially open them up and then try and climb down the side of the house and make a run for it. Yeah. I'm going to try and uh, crawl out of the box. And uh, stealthily, I'm, I'm wanting to go to the window that's going to face the front so I can see their truck. 
Okay, the storeroom is at the back of the house. Ah. So you'd have to go out to either the guest bedroom or the master bedroom to then see <laughs> the front of the house. <clears throat> oh, okay. Uh, well, then, if they were at the back of the house, I'm just going to uh, look out the back window. Mm-hmm. Is there okay. a w- window in the storeroom? Yes, there is. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so you, you look out the back. Uh, give me another luck party luck roll for the two of you. So whoever has the lower one still. <laughs> I do not have good luck. Right, see, you do notice one of the guys that's apparently pulled up in the truck is stood out by the door on the ground floor. Um, he stood in the rain, lighting up a cigarette under his uh, under his baseball cap that he's wearing. Uh, you can see a rifle slung over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Does it look like this window is almost directly above his head? Um I'll mitigate having failed the luck roll with having a little bit of luck. So while there's a guy outside, he is pretty much directly below your window, yes. I'm going to try and softly lift the window up. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to stick the knife out and try and drop it so it goes into the skull. Okay. There's not going to be much force in on that, especially there's no (laughs) being thrown. So give me a... Give me a throw roll, but I'm not going to right. apply the damage bonus on this. All right. I, I got points. I got, got points and throw. Uh, I'll spend. I'm going to spend the 20 luck to succeed because that's better than pushing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. In which case, yeah, just do the, the D4 for the knife then. One. <laughs> okay, um, as with the precision of a knife that you just drop, um, it just scrapes the, the side of his head. Um, you hear, ow! And he turns around and looks up at the window, at which point you can see that he sees you and you see him. But also Marcel is stood there with the, uh, the uh, redded barrel of a gun. And in the chat, he's just put B-L-A-M. <laughs> so there is a... <laughs> Blam! Uh, give me a firearms rifle shotgun roll. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this is not the Matrix. He cannot dodge the uh, dodge a shotgun blast. So roll damage for a twenty gauge. Two D did I put that on there, or is that? Right. They are different from a regular shotgun, yeah. I believe. Off the top Twenty of gauge isn't very strong. Yeah, they're referred to as a ladies' gun. Yeah, two d six, one d six, one d three, depending on distance. There you go. This is this only one flight up, so it'll be the short range. Ten so yards. Two d six. Eight. Well, that's going to be a con roll for him. It's not going to kill him, but it's definitely going to mess his day up. And yeah, my dice are consistently poor. Um, he falls over, 
but you can see he's uh, still whining and clutching his, uh, well, trying to clutch parts of his face, his chest, because being shot from above, there's only so much of him that you'll, you'll hit, really, from that radius. Um, however, you do note when the blast rings out, everyone in the house is going to hear that. So you hear commotion from downstairs and the sound of rushing feet. I jump out the window. Okay, so you're intending to jump and flee. What's Marcel doing? So you're wanting to go up to the attic because that's the you're on mm. the. Getting ready to get a better vantage point to shoot them as they come up the stairs. Uh. Yeah, right. Uh, for Simon, then, can you give me to, to leg it and get down there? Um, are you climbing down or jumping down? I'm jumping down, trying to land on him. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, in which case, give me a combined jump and stealth roll. So whichever okay. is the lower of the two. Ooh, pass. I jumped right. 40, and that was the lower. Gotcha. Right. In which case, um, you land without having taken damage yourself because he will take uh, he will break your fall. Uh, roll me an a D six plus your damage bonus in damage. Uh, plus my damage bonus. Yep. For nine total points. Right. With the eight, the guy's already taken. He is most certainly dead at that point. Um, you land and there's a crack as your foot goes pretty much through his skull. Oh. As it's on the as it's on the ground, so there all is right. a brain matter pizza, brain matter pizza all over the floor, and at that point, yeah, Harry would be really annoyed that the pizza finally turned up, but he's gone, um, and you leg it into the dark without them catching sight of you. So you are away and free. You are truly at liberty. Yes. <laughs> um, now, Marcel, you can hear there are three people coming up the stairs. They're coming up in single file. So you've got the second barrel ready. Um, the first guy coming up, you can see is quite bleary-eyed, uh, as if he's been crying a lot. So this is probably Daryl. Um, you have the drop on him because he's not. Um, he's going to be coming around that stair intended to go up, and you've got point, pretty much point blank on him. So if you want to roll with a bonus die, you certainly can. Everyone else is so quiet. <laughs> he can speak. <laughs> what are we waiting for? I wait was waiting for the if he is if he is unloading. Uh, oh, I see. He wants to have two on the stairs before before firing. Um, in which case, give me a luck roll to see if you can remain in position before Daryl sees you. But still a success. Mm -hmm. okay, you, you get to the point where another another of the guys, they're dressed in what looked to be almost like camouflage or hunting gear. So uh, appropriate for this time of year, got played thick, uh, thick coats and so on. Uh, both carrying rifles. But so as the second one comes to the bottom of the stairs, you have two in direct line. So mm -hmm. at that point, you can, you can roll. So you still get a bonus die. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so that sounds like a regular success. Did you get an extreme? Or... Right, okay, so just regular or... Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. All right, you can give me 2d6. Nine. Right, that's definitely a con roll for Daryl. He takes the brunt of it and rolls 91. His con is mm. not that He's got a con of 80, but yeah, mm. my dice is still terrible. Um, he takes it pretty much full in the chest and face, at which point falls back down the stairs and then mm. knocks into the guy uh, the guy behind him. Mm-hmm. And then he's, he's well, you're not too sure if, he, sure if he's dead or unconscious, but he's severely fucked up in either case. You can then hear the third set of uh, footsteps are going upstairs, coming up the stairs, but you can't see them from where you are. And you're diving back into the storeroom. Mm. Okay. What do you intend to do in there? Reload? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see what the others are going to do. Mm-hmm. Right, you can hear the other. One of them is evidently taking Daryl back downstairs. You can hear them go lumbering with the body. The other one is rushing upstairs mm-hmm. and is com- um, coming up onto, onto the landing. Uh-huh. Uh, this is maybe the one that was already on the landing, so he might, he's got a j- rough judge of where you might be. Um, he starts opening up indiscriminately with a shotgun. Oh. 70 die. Shots go wild. One of them blows open, uh, blows apart a panel on the door into the storeroom, but doesn't come anywhere close to where you are. Uh huh. What do you do? Uh huh. Uh huh. Through, through the hole at the one guy, one barrel. Uh, I'm getting good at this interpreting. Uh, interpreting. Ah. 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 Oh four. Ah. Uh. Okay. Well, it's not an impaling weapon, so you just do maximum damage. Uh, that's going to be twelve, pretty much to the face. That's going to be another con roll for him. So that is his target is seventy. Seventy-two. <laughs> Okay, so he falls back down the stairs, which I'll inflict another five points of damage as he bounces his way all the way down the stairs. And that will... That that actually kills him. You hear his neck snap as he goes, as he bounces down the stairs, already most of him torn apart in the process. So you've got one dead, one unconscious being dragged away by the last guy. Um, There's no one else up here at the minute, so what do you want to do? Uh... Uh, Reload. Uh, 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 uh. Heading down the stairs quiet. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. Okay, give me a, give me a stealth roll because the other guy might hear you. Mm-hmm. He's going to the first Ooh, landing. Yep. Degree of success because I got a hard. Mm. Right, in which case the guy downstairs oh you failed. Right. The guy downstairs is gonna hear you. So having put Daryl down, he's gonna swing round the corner and uh, fire his rifle up towards you. Mm. So he has got a skill of sixty-one. My dice hate me, seventy-eight. So <laughs> there's a shot, it goes past you. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. Blam. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you again are at pretty much point blank because he's only at the bottom of the stairs, so that'll mm-hmm. be easy. Your- mm-hmm. But you miss. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he is going to take a shot back at you then when it comes around to his action. Another shot goes wild on a 74. Mm-hmm. My tense dice would like to roll anything else other than a seven. That would be wonderful. You have to reload. Okay. Uh, so you frantically start oh, damning yeah. bullets in. Um, he, at that point, uh, I think he actually has to reload as well. <laughs> yep, he is reloading <laughs> at the same time you are. So comes back round to you then. Mm-hmm. You're firing both barrels at the same time. Uh, okay, mm. so one it's one to hit roll. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then two sets of damage. So that'd be four d6 in total. Oh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. Fifteen. Mm. Uh, okay, he's not dead, but that is most certainly a con roll. <laughs> uh. And miraculously, he stays conscious. <laughs> mm. So, with one hit point left, he's got most of him is sprayed against one wall. He lifts the gun up and tries to, uh, having reloaded, and tries to take a pot shot at you. I'm going to give him a penalty die for having taken a major wound like that. Mm. Even with a penalty die, he hits. Mm. So, 2d6 plus 4. Uh-huh. That's be 4, 8, 9, 10, 11 points. Uh, uh, uh. So, you got 14, so that's a con roll for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, uh. Oh, you you an extreme, so you are you're still fighting fit. Uh you've got three times more the, the hit points than he has. <laughs> yep. <coughs> bring, the, bring it down on him like a club. Uh, okay, give me a fighting brawl. Uh, <coughs> Okay, um, he will attempt to try and um, use his gun to try and block your uh, block mm. your blow, but he ain't great. And a ninety-four sure as hell ain't going to stop him. Mm. So uh, there is, with his one hit point left, there is just this squelch, squelch, squelch as you beat the guy to death, and this pool of blood starts radiating out on the floor as the dog continues to growl from the living room, uh, from the dining room. Uh. All right. Um, yeah, you do. Uh, if you head downstairs, you uh, you remember that there's obviously stores of wood down there as well. Mm. Um, you do find a couple of cans of uh, paraffin and other accelerants, and you can torch the place. Mm. Uh, the other two guys in here are either out cold and not um, are going to burn with the rest of the building the dead the, the dead guy outside uh, we leave we leave you as you stagger out of the house 
clutching clutching your wounds as fire just leaps from room to room and the house goes up in a blaze and finally the sound of the dog just stops as the heavy rain keeps beating down and the crack of thunder and lightning above so you and Mar Simon and Marcel escape into the night in varying degrees of messed up Harry and James one shoots at this, uh, the thing on the wall the other, uh, the other smashes it and there's this bright light and as your eyes finally become more accustomed to the light around you you find your stood stood on a plane of some kind that it just goes off into the distance in all directions it's lit um, almost omnipresently lit but there's fog everywhere suspended at irregular intervals around you at different heights and at different angles are what look to be almost these neon sign-like symbols hanging in the air. Some of them slowly rotating, others slowly spinning. And this dull hum that pervades the whole area. This doesn't feel natural. This doesn't feel Earth-like. We see each other? Yeah, you see each other. Do I still have my gun? Yes, you do. Oh, are we in New York? Uh, maybe. I do. We remember what just happened that we shot that I shot. Oh, yes. Uh, I remember being in the farmhouse. Uh, look, uh, Marcel was saying something about you opened the way. What are you talking about? Uh, it was the only thing that he said. Oh, the other, the tongue thing? Yeah, the tongue thing. I think this is what he meant. even remember what he was talking about. Um, that all-pervading hum in the background starts to get louder. Uh, uh, where is it coming from? The train, is the train coming? You look around and off in the distance, you suddenly find that there's almost this shadowy patch in the fog, as if something or someone is coming towards you. This figure starts to approach. You can see two arms come out either side as it's almost gesturing towards you, almost a bit like your sister. And this booming voice echoes throughout the void between worlds. It says, I am the opener of the way. And that's where we'll bring our curtain down. That was in media res. What? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, it's des designed as a very short, sharp, little bit of weirdness and what the hell in the world of Call of Cthulhu. Any nice. questions? <laughs> um, what were we just? We were just insane. You got to explain what happened. Right. What, what was... um, you, you started off insane, and uh, to the to the viewers wondering why the hell I hadn't uh, given them any ch uh, chance to make any sanity rolls. There's not much point making sanity checks when you have zero san. Uh, these are all criminally insane and completely psychotic individuals that have committed um, heinous acts in their past. As some of your flashbacks 
uh, that you would listen to will have uh, given you a hint into some of the stuff that they've done. What had happened a few nights back or going back a few weeks is that each one of the characters was experiencing dreams. And this being came to them calling itself the opener of the way, saying that this shadowy thing could bring you to the other side and let you escape the insane asylum. Um, all you had to do was perform the ritual that it described to you and you would be free. You just needed a human sacrifice really to, um, to get it all working. That was what the guard ultimately fulfilled on the, uh, the table in the, in the house. After a huge deluge and flash floods that were threatening the area around the criminally insane asylum, uh, a, mass ex a mass exodus took place. They were basically uh, ferrying everyone out of there and you guys happened to be on the last bus. A hunting horror comes down out of the sky, rips the bus open, kills the driver as it crashes off the road, and allows you four to escape with the uh, with the guard to use as your sacrifice. Wandering down the road with pretty much him using his own gun against him at gunpoint, you happen to pass this wonderful little car with this uh, cute little uh, mother and daughter heading home, and they stop to see if they could help these poor uh, bedraggled people on the side of the road only to get held up at gunpoint and be told, drive us to your home. And when, she, when they got close enough to home, said, that'll be close enough. Put um, uh, Harry, who had the gun, put a couple of bullets in either of their heads or one, one in each of them, went to the house, threw the, uh, the guard on the table, cut him up. Marcel then acted as a vessel for the opener of the way to inhabit him. And that's what was speaking at the beginning of the game. Opener of the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Except this is a prime example of where something goes wrong when you are casting magic in Call of Cthulhu. Effectively, you failed your pushed roll. Uh, there is a huge release of energy, and it destroys all your memories, or nearly all of your memories, apart from the flashbacks that happen later on down the line. So you start with a whole load of crazy people that are trying to contact an entity that they don't really know what the hell it is that exists somewhere outside of space and time, and they fucked up. And now they're left in a house with all the remnants of what it is they've done literally in media res in the um, in the midst of things i'm wondering what the hell brought you here and what what were you trying to do it's just hate it when that happens <laughs> um this is going to be an interesting one for the poor people that just listen to our show because half the show is uh, uh, oh that's uh, true uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah, and so I, I thought it actually worked out because Matthew kept saying what you were saying. Uh, so I was like, okay, it, it works. And <laughs> For those of you who are listening and couldn't figure out what the what's going on, that was what was going on. You need access to our chat logs. But yeah, Marcel is an interesting uh, pre-gen to play because he can't talk. He can understand language, but he can't read or write. So you can't just write things down. That's too easy. Oh. Uh, can't speak because he's got no tongue so yeah it becomes a bit of a challenge as to how you want to uh, communicate with the other the other players i apologize oh, for being excessive in refusing to speak out of character as well oh, but i just cool. didn't want it it just seemed like it would be wrong to talk at all mm -hmm. it seemed like cheating <laughs> our players included david gasway keith craig morgan llewellyn and myself with matthew sanderson as keeper of the secrets we have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production. 
in order to create a rich, a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel. Punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.